This is the Hiking Through Life podcast. We've all been gifted a journey called life. Let's see where the journey leads us today. This is day seven of our summer road trip, Saturday, July 13th. And today we woke up at Balsam Pond Campsite. Which we found on freecampsites.net. Yeah, which is an excellent um, resource for finding free campsites, or any campsites for that matter. They also have paid campsites on there, but many people use it for free campsites. This campsite is about a half hour east of Syracuse, New York, and it's a beautiful campground area. There's, I don't know, what would you say, about 20 campsites? I'd say 15 or so. Okay. But it's right on a larger pond, if you will. Um, Some might call it a lake. There's definitely a lot of fishing going on. There have been boats going in and out all day today. Yeah, all morning this morning. We woke up and we... Well, Andy woke up first and started uh, working in the office. Yeah, I pulled out the laptop and started um, editing some blogs that Sarah wrote yesterday. Sipping coffee, working in the nature office. It was beautiful, actually. Um, Sarah slept in, and it was pretty quiet when I got up. It was about 7.30 in the morning. And And I just want to say we were so grateful to sleep in fresh air last night. Sleeping at the campsite in our tent felt amazing compared to sleeping in our car for the last few nights. Well, we did have a hotel the night before, but just spreading out in fresh air. I slept really hard. It was the first time on the road trip um, that we slept in our tent, and it was a nice, cool night. So that was also relaxing because while we were in our car in Ohio... In Indiana, it was pretty hot, um, so we had we had some trouble falling asleep. But now that we're out in the woods, um, a little further north too, it seems to be a little bit better weather, yeah, and just more more of what we're used to. Um, I think that tent airs out a bit too better than the car. So, well, after Sarah got up, we ended up having a pancake and egg breakfast. Which was a nice change from our oatmeal or eating bars and cheese in the car as we've been driving for the past few days. It's nice yeah. to just kind of take it easy. I mean, it is the weekend, so sitting back and just taking it easy is kind of what we were craving after being stuck in a car for so many days. Yeah, we've been driving every day of this road trip before this, so I think the past yeah five days we've put in four hours or more on the road each day and so we decided today that we're just going to stay here again tonight and just do an easy day just kind of relax and the goal was to not drive at all but then we actually started talking to the park ranger that was driving through the campsite that we were at while we were eating breakfast and we were asking him about trails he recommends in the area and if he had a map And he recommended this Finger Lakes Trail. Yeah, it's a great trail. 
And the campgrounds that we're in, it is a free um, campgrounds, and it's on state land in New York. Um, there's a ton of forest around here. Um, so the ranger that was working here was working for the state forest um, around here, and he gave us this um, map. Well, he didn't really give us the map. He had to keep it because um, it was his only map of the area. So I ended up taking pictures with my phone of his map, and that actually came in pretty handy while we were hiking this trail that he suggested. Yeah, we're really glad we ended up having the map because what we decided to do on Finger Lakes Trail was take this loop that would end up at this awesome lean-to that we're actually sitting in right now. Um, and we'll get to describing that, but we wanted to take this loop that would bring us to the lean-to. And we did go down the trail for a while and when we kept on hiking, we never found the part where we were supposed to turn for the loop. Yeah, so this trail is, I think he said it was over 530 miles, the Finger Lakes Trail. Um, and this loop was only a few miles, he said. Um, he didn't really give an exact number, but he said it's it's not too long, it's only a few miles. Um, and we decided to park our car... Um, in the parking area that was about 300 yards from this lean-to that Sarah mentioned. And we decided that we would hike the other way so we would end at the lean-to right before would, we got back to our car. It would be our little reward to sit in the lean-to and have a snack and talk to you guys now. <laughs> yeah, so that's where we'll kind of start here is kind of the troubles that we ran into on the trail. <laughs> The trail is pretty well marked, however, it's just got numerous markings, and the map did prove very helpful, so the ranger had told us that the Finger Lakes Trail has white blazes um, on the trail, so those are those markings that you see on trees every so often, and he was right, we got out of the car, followed the white blazes. Well, we kept following the white blazes at the um, intersection of two trails. One was the blue blazes, one was white blazes. So the white blazes, we kept going, and we got to the corner of the road where he also said we could park, but that wasn't part of the loop. So we ended up saying, okay, well, we're off. We looked at the map, we're off the... Uh, the loop trail. And by then, that was already a mile and a half in. Yeah. So keep that in mind. We had already gone a mile and a half, which was not the trail that we should have started on. Yeah, so we backtracked, got back to that intersection. To so now we're already at three miles. <laughs> we took the um, trail with the blue blazes, and that actually coincided with the route on the map. Um, we followed that for quite a while, and then we figured, you know, we got to be getting pretty close to the kind of end of the trail and where it intersects with the lean-to. So we came up on this road, and that's where the trail was supposed to curve back around for the loop. Um, but there was also another trail that kept going on the Finger Lakes Trail, 
that would keep going that 500 some miles. So we didn't want to keep going that way. However, when we got to that road, um, we couldn't find where the loop continued. Um, so we backtracked. We found an area that was blocked off um, with some logs across, but there was still blazes going down and there was a trail. So we went down that way. Um, I would say that was probably about a mile long. Yeah. And we ended up getting back to a point in the trail. It kind of came back to this other trail. So it looks like it was just a reroute of the trail and not part of the loop. So then we came back up the original way we came and started looking closer at the map, closer at the trail to see if we could find where the loop was supposed to continue. Yep, looking for those trail markings and also keeping in mind that we had to keep off the private land because this trail goes along a handful of private land. So you want to make sure that when you're hiking this trail, you're aware of that because when you're on private land, you are trespassing. Right, and this trail does go through some private land, so as long as you stay on the trail, you're good. But the part we were in was all in the state forest. It just paralleled some private land. Um, so that was good because that also provided us with some, um, some point of references on the map. Um, so we were able to know exactly where we were on that map. And the loop, it should have continued right before we got to the road. So we looked hard for stuff there. And we did find these unusual markings on the tree. They were more... It was two lines. Yeah, and they were more horizontal. Um, well, they were, I guess, diagonal. Um, but more horizontal than vertical. So... We started following that, even though there wasn't a trail cut. It was through some thicker brush. Yep, it was bushwhacking, definitely. So, we walked probably half a mile in, and then we started realizing that... I mean, it probably was a trail. We are just thinking that it's not that well used, so they don't maintain it. So yeah. we didn't feel comfortable continuing to go down that because we were just going to get scraped and bushwhacked and possibly get ticks. So and we just, yeah, we weren't going to fight through the brush. So we just decided, hey, like, it's better we go back. Even though the markings kept going and it was going in the general direction that the map showed the trail going, um, we just decided, you know, we've gone, we gone almost six miles at that point. And that was after we kind of went some back and forth, too, so... Yeah, it was uh, one of those situations that we just wanted to go the safe route rather than yeah. the route where that we were questioning. We figured we would just go the route that we knew and not end up going down a trail or something that kind of led us astray and we would have to backtrack even further, so... We ended up going back to the car. Yep, the whole, the way that we came in, so it was just an, ended up being an in and out. Yeah, and that actually didn't take too long to get back to the car, so 
Um, once we got back to the car, we rehydrated, um, and then we decided, okay, let's go see this lean-to. So we went the other way from the parking area. Yeah, and it only took about mm, half a mile to get to this lean-to. But after all the miles that we had already done, I wasn't feeling super motivated, but... You know, yeah. the park ranger told us that this lean-to is great. You have to go see it. There's a rocking chair, actually, that I'm sitting in right now. Yeah. I don't know how many trail shelters provide ro- rocking chairs. It's awesome. It's put it um, built by um, the hiking club um, and some other groups. Um, so the Bush, uh, no, Bull Thistle Hiking Club, Finger Lake Trail Alley Cat Project, New York. State Department of Environmental Conservation. Yeah. And it was constructed in September of 2013. Um, And it's awesome. It's just this lean-to, but um, I would say a very fancy lean-to. It's got like a steel roof. Um, It's got um, some kitchen supplies in it yep there's Um, a brooms because they want it to be really well kept so if you do come here make sure you take out what you bring in and sweep up after yourself there's a nice trail book here that you can sign there's a lot of benches around the campfire yeah and the fire ring has cut firewood for you as well the fire ring has a grate, and there's a picnic table, and there's a privy, which is actually kind of fancy, too. Super fancy. There's a wall. Well, there's two walls. There's a stone floor for you, and there's even toilet paper and hand sanitizer provided for people that use the privy, so you don't need to bring your own toilet paper. I mean, you could always bring it and put it into the container and leave it for other campers. Yeah, there's a um, saw, too, if you need to cut your own wood. Um, The lean-to, too, I was expecting um, to be just a typical low-line lean-to that... Something that you would see on the AT. Yeah, and... And there's actually not even names carved into the wood here. Like on Well, the... but the AT shelters are, I would say, a lot bigger than this. Those aren't really lean-tos, yeah, I would say. Yeah, they are bigger. Um, but I was thinking more of, like, just what you would construct yourself if you were out bushwhacking and dispersed camping, where there's a few logs leaned up, and all you do is, like, lay in it. In this lean-to, you can actually stand up, and there's still clearance for your head there is and there's a table there's a andy sitting in a chair and our phone is on a nice little table right now yeah so you could have a real really civilized dinner inside of this lean-to there's also a camping area that's all cleared out we haven't even explored that area because this lean-to is so nice yeah we kind of wish that we were camping here but we didn't know about this until this morning and now we're kind of too tired to go back to our campsite pack up our tent and then hike back in to this lean-to yeah and we're just gonna leave tomorrow anyways and keep heading out east towards vermont so we think it's probably not worth it um if the campground is too crazy tonight being a saturday night and all then we might come over here for some peace and quiet but um, it's a great shelter. 
Um, if you're in the area, highly recommend coming this way. And it's only, what, like maybe a couple minute drive from that campground. It was probably like five oh, minute drive. probably five minutes. Yeah, so great hiking trail and super close. If you want to do a drive-in type site, super close to uh, a campground that you can do that. So it's about, I don't know, 6 o'clock tonight, and I think we're getting ready to head back and make some dinner. Daisy's exhausted. She's napping right now, right next to us in the lean-to. Yeah, we did about 10 miles today, kind of going back and forth trying to figure out that trail. <laughs> but yeah, it was just a good reminder that if you are in the woods and you are starting to feel unsure about where you are, just start heading back the way you came and always make sure that you are seeing those trailblazes marked on the trees. Yeah, it's a good point. If you, if you get lost on the trail, just go back to where you knew the trail was. Yep, that's exactly what we practiced today. And that's the safest route to go. Yep. Especially because we, um, you know, we had water, but there's not a lot of other water sources out here. So if we were to run out of water we would have became dehydrated eventually. Yeah, there was a couple little creeks, but, I mean, they only had, like, an inch of water. I mean, so... It would have been really <laughs> hard to been filter anything. You yeah. could splash your face and cool off. So, yeah, we're going to head back and then head out east again tomorrow. So, back into the car. Yeah, it's been nice being away from a car, though grateful for the outdoors today and fresh air yep well we'll be checking in again tomorrow you've been listening to the hiking through life podcast peace love and hike through life